0: Hello and welcome to episode one hundred and fourteen of Ready to Mosh. I'm Kev P, and alongside me is the spark to my mind sweep. It's Gem G.
1: Hello, that's toppy colours always. Try to be. Trying this going out? wasn't day. Yeah, so it's Shikari week. So it will be going like out that?
0: in Shikari week. Yeah, yeah. It will be our first gig of the year.
1: Oh, exciting time!
0: Yeah, finally get to see them after oh, last time I saw them.
1: We saw them City in the
0: performing, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, May 2022? Was it 22? It wasn't last year, was it? No, it wasn't last year. 2022, but were they at download?
0: They weren't at download last year.
1: Were they at download the year before?
0: I don't think they were.
1: No.
0: I don't think they've been at download since. Pilot? Yeah, probably.
1: Was it? Where was the one I was right at the front for? That 2019 when they headlined the Avalanche, was that then?
0: That would have been 19, yeah.
1: It was because that's when Smashing Pumpkins, you were watching I was, Pumpkins.
0: Watch Pumpkins got a good spot for Shikari. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: there was a little digression. A little, little, start, little, aren't
0: we? Yeah. path to wander down. So we should probably start with news and kind of a roundup of, well, it's all a roundup, I suppose, really.
1: Yeah, we're doing a January roundup's review episode. Yeah. So because we've not, reviewed any albums yet we thought we'd lump everything into one and include kind of a round of what we've been up to or not as the case may be and yeah news old and new for the month of january even though it's actually february now yeah but you know well, we're gonna book. try and
0: do this once a month aren't we and yeah just have we a thought, catch up.
1: because we we kind of got out of the habit a little bit of reviewing some albums last year because of a lot everything of gig yeah. festival. So we thought, if we can try and at least get one a month where we do a roundup of stuff, we can talk about some things we've enjoyed and all of that, and new releases and everything else, all that kind of stuff. So, shall we start with the roundup of what we've been up to?
0: Yeah, go for it.
1: Gigs watched
0: Zero. zero. yeah. Gigs booked
1: one definite and two or three about two. Yeah, I think. I think that's right. I'm trying to remember now what we've booked. We've booked Wednesday 13, as for last episode. Yeah. For November. Festivals booked or confirmed to attend. Mangalta? Yes, we'll be at Mangalta in Nottingham in July.
0: We're really looking forward to that.
1: Yeah, go get tickets if you haven't already. It's going to be a good one.
0: Items of merch. Two. All for you.
1: Yeah, you've not got any? No. I was going to not buy anything in January, you know, no spend... Don't do dry Jan because, you know, not that way oh, inclined. <laughs> so I was going to do no merch perch Jan. Yeah. And failed at the, well, first hurdle pretty much. One was a bargain. And I don't normally like to buy band t shirts from online high street retailers, but Boohoo had a cheap ghost t shirt. So I thought, why not? You know, because I need another ghost t shirt. <laughs> and you bought me actually. So technically, I've only bought one. You've only bought one. Yeah. You bought me the creeper long sleeved t shirt that I wanted from the tour merch, which had sold out by the time they got to Nottingham and then they did a re stock Like a what, re-print. They, they put the leftovers online and whatever. And they sold out and then they did another one and got one. So I do like a long sleeve t shirt. You get a pattern on the sleeve as well as the front and back.
0: Sometimes you do, yeah.
1: Other ones I've got have.
0: Mm, I've had long sleeve stuff that's not
1: really. You've been doing mm. I think that's it. It's been a it's quiet been month, it's been a January, yeah. January seems to last forever, January. And as we record, it's Groundhog Day, <laughs> it, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is actually, isn't it? Yeah, I forgot about that. And that whole month felt like Groundhog Day, anywho. Some news of things what have happened across the month of January. Are oh, we starting? With the big talking point, or are we doing a little bit Oh, let's better? build up to it. Right. First up, which is exciting for us, is we have some literal local gigs to look forward to this year.
0: I know. It's weird. I can't remember the last time we had any decent gigs.
1: So we used to have a venue where we live and it closed down ooh, over 10 years ago. Well, over 10, yeah. 12 years ago. So we don't really get a lot of live music. We get a little bit here and there in pubs, but nothing of the sort that we, we really like. Really. Yeah. So it's kind of underground band of small venue bands, some of whom we've seen before and we're looking forward to seeing again. Yeah. So these are taking place at Risewell Brewery in Mansfield. And the first one coming up on the 17th of February is Swarms, Capulian and We Are Sovereign. And then some others that have already been announced for later in the year on the 16th of March is Master Charger, Cowerhounds, and Fake Head. And the twentieth of July is Thresher Wolf, King Abyss and another band that I can't remember, sorry.
0: I'm looking I'm really looking forward to that actually. Yeah. So okay. we will be getting tickets for probably all of these, i imagine. Yeah,
1: there's a couple that I don't think we can do, or at least one that we definitely can't do, in June. But um yeah, there's about one a month being announced. So yeah, that's that's exciting that
0: we we've think- got something we can go and watch and it's just ten minutes away.
1: Yeah, we, it's not going to be be there in an hour. We've not got to faff about getting a bus and a taxi and a whatever else. Well, we could still or, get a bus
0: into town. and Well,
1: yeah, but um, what I mean is it's we love going to gigs in Nottingham and it's not that far technically, but if you want to have a drink, it's difficult to get home because there are no buses anymore. Or, tra- or trains. Or because, you know.
0: They decide to stop them at 10.
1: Yes, there used to be them pre-COVID and now they just never bothered reinstating them. So it's... Hotel or yeah. to get home or you have to drive. So this is exciting. So hoping they do well and there'll be more and we'll get a good little music scene going on local to us.
0: Next up, Ozzy said he, well, Sharon has kind of said he wants to perform his final shows in Birmingham. And he said he, there's there's basically going to be no more tour, but he wants to, I think Ozzy said he wanted to do a final show in Birmingham and Sharon said there's going to be two Yeah, pretty much. Yeah.
1: I mean, you know, it's going to sell out, isn't it, really? Oh,
0: yeah. It will sell out. And I mean, I'm surprised he's still going to do those. I'll I'll be amazed if they happen.
1: I don't think I personally want to go through them.
0: No, I'd sooner remember the times I've seen Ozzy when he's been really good.
1: Yeah. Like last time. Like last time. He was at Download, I think. Yeah, spot on.
0: on. The time before, he was fucking dog shit.
1: Was that Sabbath?
0: No, Sabbath was 12, but he was bad then. Yeah. But he did... Didn't he do his own stuff in 2017? 20... So, yeah, somewhere around there. That was all right. No, that was the That's bad one. Bad
1: one. Have we seen him since?
0: Yeah. Have we? 20. Oh, I'm going to have to look now. Turns out we were both kind of wrong.
1: Yeah, so it was 2018 when he was last at Download doing his solo stuff.
0: And we're really good.
1: And we haven't actually seen him since. Yeah. So, we'll keep that memory, I think.
0: That's. Yeah, that's what I plan on doing. I think I've got no intention of trying to get tickets for something that's going to be absolutely heaving and it's probably not going to be, it's just not going to be the same. I'd like to see him play Patient Number Nine, but.
1: Yeah, the new album. The new album is
0: really good, yeah. And God knows how
1: much tickets will be for it.
0: Oh, it will be ridiculous.
1: I assume it's Villa Park. Has that been said or i dreamt that?
0: They've not actually said, but it'll be the place that they did the Commonwealth Games at, you'd imagine.
1: Okay, I just thought I'd
0: read that. I don't think which one that is.
1: I don't know. Wait and see anyway. I think it's supposed to be this summer, isn't it? I've no idea. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) News, but not news in detail. And this is right back at the start of January, I think. But Corn announced some UK dates for the summer taking place across Bloodstock weekend, which is very annoying, isn't it?
0: Yeah, fucking rude.
1: Rude. And yeah. Uh, In particular, they're playing in Scarborough, which I think will be quite cool. I, I want to go to a gig in Scarborough home of my childhood holidays i just just think it'd be cool with the sea in the background but yeah not happening probably
0: probably not going to happen because hopefully we'll be at bloodstock
1: yeah and then they're doing the peace hall in halifax on the 9th of august and gunnersbury park and playground on the 11th of august the sunday of bloodstock so
0: yeah and then off to germany so it doesn't look like we're going to see corn this year.
1: No, I think it's left a few people torn who were thinking of going to Bloodstock who've now changed their mind.
0: Yeah, and people might be coming a day later now, I think. Possibly. Because the probably then. a lot of people might go to watch the Scarborough game.
1: Yeah, I think support acts were quite good as well that were announced, and I can't remember what they were now. But
0: Yeah, I, yeah, I think they were, and I, I can't remember either.
1: Anywho, I'm sure you know about it anyway. <laughs> Old news.
0: Next announcement, Koran TV is to finish. Because it's part of Channel 4.
1: Who knew? I never knew that. It disappeared a while ago, didn't it? Can you remember? Last year, year before, it suddenly went off air and got replaced with, like, The Box or Box Hits or... Yeah, and then came back again. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a weird one. I mean, I'll be honest, there's not many channels for alternative music anyway.
1: No, Scuzz died. Scuzz died, yeah. It was better, wasn't it? MTV Rocks or whatever that was doesn't exist.
0: Yeah, MTV hasn't been a good channel since... About nineteen
1: eighty-seven. I feel like it's one of the Now channels. Sometimes does a classic rock.
0: Yeah, they have phases, don't they? But it's it is kind of classic rock. There's nothing new.
1: I thing is with Karank, you know that they always play the same videos. They've been playing the same videos for the last twenty, thirty years. Yeah, um, twenty-five years. And you, know,
0: whatever, yeah. you know, it's going to be Slipknot. It's going to be Corn. There'll be Chopsy on there. One
1: eight two, some forty-one, Linkin Park. And, you know, whatever kind of countdown or chart they're doing, it's all going the same. It's always
0: the same videos, just in a different order.
1: But at the same time, it's sometimes good just to have on in the background when you can't think what to listen to, or you're just pottering around, and yeah. on principle, I'm going to miss it for that. <laughs> really?
0: I don't think I will, because i kind of stop watching it, because it is the same stuff all the time.
1: You say that, sometimes we do pop it on in the background, though, don't we? Not often, but yeah, it's just the principle of it, isn't yeah. it? News just out in the last couple of days, you, me at six are going to split up. Neither are they particularly big fans of No, <laughs> I'll be
0: honest, I, they, I can't give a shit.
1: But in terms of, you know, they're quite a big band from that scene. Yeah,
0: they've been around 20 years, A lot they? of
1: people are very sad about it. So, you know, it is news, so we thought we'd mention it. And I think Slam Dunk's going to be their last UK festival, last, last UK show. That makes sense. Something yeah. like that, they've said. So, yeah, another one bites the, the grass, the dust. You know, making it festival themed. Surely dust. Dust then. aren't <laughs> weathered, do not they? It? Yeah. <laughs> it'd be dust.
0: Mud. Right, now on to the biggest announcement, which kind of came out of nowhere.
1: Yeah, we weren't quite expecting it because we thought it'd be February.
0: We'd yeah, be February. I, I thought February, March time. Yeah. Well, like early March it might have been. But we've got some more acts added to download. And I've kind of got mixed feelings about
1: this. Same as the first announcement, really.
0: So there are some that I'm really happy that are on there. So this isn't in any particular order, but the ones that I'm pleased to see, Enter Shikari. Always. Blackstone Cherry.
1: Yeah, want to see them again. Mr Bungle. Yeah, I kind of thought they existed. Yeah,
0: that is a really kind of big name that they've sort of snuck in.
1: Yeah, I've not listened to them for donkey, so I need to give them a re-listen and yeah. Try and remember if I do even like them. I'll probably watch <laughs> them, but yeah. Uh, Royal Republic. That will be good because we missed them at Bloodstock last year, so they're always good for a lot.
0: Another big name, Tom Morello.
1: Very excited to see him again.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm pleased Cemetery Sun are on there.
1: Yeah, we watched them a couple of years ago, didn't we?
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm actually pleased Wheatus are on there. <laughs> I would, I, I'd never saw Wheatus that I know they played at um, the Town Mill, didn't they? Yeah. And I never, they used to play there a lot and I always miss them. I
1: forgot about that, speaking of our old venue.
0: Yeah. Frank Cotter and the Rattlesnakes. And I'm kind of glad he's on there, but we'll see you later on.
1: It's one of those that I always like to watch him live, but I have seen him a lot of times. A lot, yeah. So if I didn't get to see him, if it clashed, yeah. you wouldn't be too disappointed.
0: Uh, Code Orange.
1: Excited for them. Yeah. yeah.
0: And the Hunter, I'm pleased about as well.
1: Did you actually watch them at Leeds with me last time we were at Leeds? You know, accidentally drunk Sunday.
0: Yeah, I'll be honest. I don't remember a lot.
1: I was watching. I'm sure it was the hunter I was watching when I suddenly thought, shit, I'm seeing double, and I've got to drive home in like 15 hours. I need to stop drinking now.
0: Well, in the tent. Yeah. Yes, I was with you.
1: And then I came to fi- no, because I think I came to find you and said I really need to eat something, and that's when you nearly died on a steak sandwich.
0: Oh, yeah, I do
1: remember that. You remember that bit? I don't know where you were before. Maybe you were with me. Maybe I think I was, yeah. Maybe I just turned to you and said, We need food. But (laughs) that's my previous memory of the whole (laughs) night.
0: So they're kind of my highlights. Have you got any others on there that you're pleased about?
1: I think you've pretty much mentioned everybody. I mean, the Struts, I might watch it. There's nothing else happening. They're just kind of one of those bands that they don't offend me. They're there. I quite like them, but. I wouldn't go out my way to watch them.
0: Yeah, that, they're one of the bands i have not really bothered about. Of Mice and Men, not really fuss.
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously, the big talking point the is Busted. Talking, yeah. I've got to say it. Well,
0: actually, I think there's two. Yeah. So there's Busted, as you said, who had no idea why the fuck so many people are so happy that they're there.
1: They're there, and they're headlining the Avalanche stage. And for me personally, there are so many better bands that should have that slot, but... Yeah, it's a coveted spot. Maybe it's an age thing. Maybe... I'm more of a McFly girl. Who knows? But it, I've seen comments like people saying, oh, everyone's dead, please. Everyone will be there singing along. And I'm like, I don't even I think... I fucking won't be. i have never a Busted song if you played it, me. Whereas I, I think know, I know one. I think I know maybe two or three McFly songs. Oh, do you know what, actually? I don't know if I do know. But to be honest, they're probably interchanging my brain anyway. So. Yeah. I'm not sure
0: which one it is. I know I had that Year 3000 song that was absolute dog shit. Was that Busted or was it McFly? No. It was one of them anyway. Yeah. But yeah, I won't be watching that shit. The other thing that's annoying me is the electric Boy back.
1: That was my other thing I was going to say. It's interesting. Very rarely do bands come two years in a row. Although i still well, like Skindred. No, nine <laughs> kills as well last year in the year, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a theory about Skindred, which I may or may not tell you now. No, tell me now. I just feel like Corey Taylor is going to pull out, because obviously he's pulled out of his US tour, hasn't he? Yeah. So it's, you know, will he be feeling up to doing the European, UK dates, etc. So I feel like he might pull out and Skindred will get his slot.
0: That wouldn't surprise me.
1: Anyway, I said it here first.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense.
1: But yeah, it's interesting as well that they're on second stage, aren't they? Hmm. Which everyone was saying they should have been last year because so many people wanted to cram into Avalanche, but they specifically wanted to be in attempt because of their light show. But now suddenly that doesn't matter. So they're obviously getting paid a lot more to come back. Yeah. It's Sunday, so chances are I probably won't be asked to go and watch them, but I may or may not. I
0: definitely won't
1: be. (laughs) They're a weird one for me. I think I've said before, they're odd tracks that if I'm in the right mood, I can listen to.
0: I've got no time for them. They just don't do it for me.
1: Yeah, and day splits have been done as well, haven't they? So we'll probably talk about that in more detail when we move on to our download preview episodes, which will probably be in May, I think. Yeah, probably. Well, obviously we'll be. (laughs) I think that's it for the news.
0: Okay. Let's move on then, right? It's the first singles that we've kind of seen, listened to, heard.
1: <laughs> yeah, obviously a lot have been released. We've just picked out. I think it's about five or five six. Yeah, that we just thought we'd mention in particular.
0: Yeah, it's the first one, bring me the horizon and Kool Aid, and I really like this.
1: I wasn't sure at first, and it has grown on me a lot.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting because it's evolving again.
1: Yeah, they've got heavier again.
0: Yeah, and I I do really like it. And it'll be interesting to see what everybody's kind of thinking about them. I know their shows have been selling out, Yeah, but is that people expecting the older stuff and how are they going to react to the newer stuff?
1: Yeah, it is interesting. The last few singles they've done as well have been definitely kind of light, kind of more poppy, experimental kind of things. And yeah, this is definitely going back not the heaviest stuff they've done but it's on the heavier side yeah and I think one thing at first as well was I wasn't sure because I was like I'm not a Kool-Aid person do you yeah. know what I mean I'm at, I'm yeah. too old for that I don't know but then it's not really a, a British thing is it kool really?
0: no not overly really.
1: we had Sunny D instead <laughs> yeah I do really like it now and it's definitely a new um, I can't remember when the album's coming out but looking forward to hearing that when it is released Next track we're going to talk about is Surya, Blood and Ashes. These are a band we were supposed to see at Derby Altfest, but they were unable to get due to flooding, unfortunately. Yeah. But I really like this.
0: Yeah, I do. It's fucking brutal.
1: It is brutal, but melodic at the same time. Loads of technical guitar work going on. and
0: It's really well produced as well. But yeah,
1: that's what we're going to say. And there's so many different layers going through it.
0: Yeah, this would be amazing in, on the Sophie stage.
1: Yes. Yeah, it's just like an dark. Yeah. yeah. Really good. Did you get a chance to watch the video?
0: I don't think I did.
1: Yeah, that's really cool as well. Billy. really it's kind of just like the band playing and there's just like lots of overlaid red and black imagery going through it. I only saw it the one so it's not very detailed explanation, but it really suits the track and it's very good. Go watch
0: it. Okay. Next one. Uh Crying Covid, the end. Um I thought it was it was like a straight Nirvana intro on this.
1: That's what I made in it. It's kind of punky grungy early Nirvana.
0: Yeah. Cuts to Punk. And it sounded like a really, really heavy Ramones. Yeah. Kind of got that vibe from it. Yeah. And just kinda of like almost sort of like off key disjointed vocals and stuff. And kind of disjointed guitars in places, but it just kind of works. It's like every every from a technical yeah. point of view, everything that's in it shouldn't, but it does. Yeah. It's just, yeah, I love
1: it. I really liked it as well. We saw these at, I think it was the Metal to the Masters Semi Emmys, last I yeah. year. I really enjoyed them there. That was the first time we'd ever come across them, wasn't it? Yeah. And they're back in Metal to the Masters again this year. So Yeah, I they, yeah, they
0: do well again. Yeah.
1: The other thing I noted as well is it's just nice to hear something a bit different because there's loads of awesome kind of underground bands coming through, and but they tend to either be kind of thrash French or metalcore, metal deathcore. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera, which is great, and I love all that stuff. But it is nice to just hear something different. Completely, yeah, completely yeah.
0: different to everything else that's
1: out mm. there. And that's the second track they've released this year. So I think they're planning on releasing an album sometime soon.
0: Uh, next up, Mastiff. Uh, their latest single, "Serrated," it builds such an atmosphere yes. from, from right from the first second, and um, yeah, everything just works so well. Like the extreme vocals and piercing solos as well. And there's kind of like a heavy sludge sort of undertone through Mm. it as well. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm a really big fan of this. Yeah, it's pretty kind of, standard in a good way, Mastiff, if you know what I mean. Yeah. All their other stuff is just an absolute extreme, intense onslaught of metal. Yeah. And they've got a couple of guests on the track as well. There's Harry from Burner doing some guest vocals on it. And also Dan from 13 doing the um, guitar solos. Yeah. So apparently he played with them when they played on the Avatar tour. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's that. No. Have you seen the video for this one as well? No. This is really good. Yeah, they basically turn up to play at like a social club. (laughs) If you can imagine. Yeah. And play this. So definitely check that out. I really love that. It's just a a fun video. It's kind of a contrast to the track, but it, it really works. Next track is Indominus and their single War, which I believe is their first release for seven years.
0: Yeah, what have they been doing? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I like that. I really like this. Mm. Really good drumming, guitars, and nothing overpowers one thing. Yeah. It's all really well balanced, and combine that with those vocals. Really stands out.
1: Yeah, it's just really good heaviness. Really good chuggy riff through it, some raw vocals, your head bangings from the start.
0: It, it's what you want, yeah. Well, it's what I wanted.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you can't help but nod a long it. But- yeah. Yeah, so hoping that they're going to be releasing some more as well.
0: Right, should we move on to the albums then?
1: Yes, and we've got five albums, I think. I think it is,
0: yeah, a hell of a lot. Really,
1: there was two one week and three the following week.
0: Yeah, so we've had to do some binge listening.
1: Binge listening, binge note-taking, like doing homework all over again.
0: <laughs> so our first album is the new album by previous guest, South of Salem, which is Death of the Party. And what kind of tracks sort of stand out for you on that's
1: to be honest, all of them, I struggled picking out some favourites I have noted at least half of the album. I mean, first up, the opener, Vultures. I think it's just a perfect opener. It hits you hard straight away. Loads of big riffs and then... And it just, yeah,
0: it sets the tone for the it album, the doesn't it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then straight into Static, which is heavy hitting, kind of 80s hard rock. We're on a bit of Later Motley Crue, another good sing-along.
0: That's interesting because I didn't get that from this track. Okay. I thought more Blackstone Cherry or Alter Bridge. Oh, I suppose um, it could
1: be all three combined. I suppose written, it could
0: yeah. be, yeah. Another of my favourites is Stitch the Wound.
1: Yeah, I've not made a name of that one, actually.
0: Really? Yeah, I've, I just feel like it should be used in a TV show. It just kind of hmm. fits for a TV yeah. show, like an American show. It, it just so well.
1: Yeah, I can see that. Jet Black Eyes. Yeah. Another melodic earworm. Not that the others aren't, but...
0: <laughs> uh, life Worth Dying For. Yes, yes it's a real anthem this one love the vocals on it and i'd say i think this has got the best guitars on the album and it it could be slash playing this
1: yeah definitely
0: it's just that yeah. that skilled that that well done
1: and it's just really catchy and uplifting and just yeah another good dose of fast hard rock yeah i also made a note of hellbound heart which is slightly different it's slower it's got some kind of gothy undertone mm. This one I really like, and also Bad Habits, which is just heavy sleazy. It puts the pace back up again, and you've got like Sing That was the
0: one I thought sounded like crew. Oh,
1: did I did, yeah. I think like Back Your Babies.
0: Uh, okay, fair enough. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's just got a sing back chorus that'll work well live. And yeah. yeah, I mean, if I have to pick favorites, I think Static and A Life Worth Dying for, off the top of my head.
0: I would say Static, a Life Worth Dying for, and another track, Villain really stands out. I think mm-hmm. they saved the best for last for me. And I'm going to say, if this was an American band, everyone would be going nuts about it.
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are already. No, yeah. no, but
0: you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I it's what not, it, if this was American, everybody would say, this is, like, literally everybody would say, this is the best thing. They'd be headlining at all major festivals. And you know there's that difficulty that they've always said about British bands trying to crack America, and, like Bush managed it, but nobody really did that much yeah these could do it easily
1: I think so yeah
0: and it still blows my mind they're independent and they've made this
1: mm, yeah. but
0: I mean they have funded it themselves it's still it's, Mad, it's it? insane yeah,
1: yeah. you think of the yeah of the base of the first album that
0: I mean I don't think it's that they've not had deals it's well it's like they, they said they said they? Yeah. Well, they said themselves it's, if the right deal comes along fine but they're not worried about that yeah it's like they're doing okay
1: and that's good attitude to have, isn't it yeah. they're not going to sell themselves out and they're just yeah if they they're going to make what they want to do exactly yeah. yeah good on but as they said when we chatted to jerry and godie it's like the first album but turned up and everything bigger and yeah.
0: better and, and it does sound it, it, definitely, it really well produced yeah really well produced so what do you give it out of 10 out of
1: 10 it's got a nine
0: same here oh nine absolutely love it yeah
1: I mean, I can't really think of a reason I didn't give it a 10. But
0: (laughs) I didn't because I never give anything a 10.
1: Same. Yeah, that's what (laughs) I mean. So maybe deep down. it's it's up there. We believe it's a 10, but we're just saying nine. (laughs) Next up then is Green Day's 14th studio album, Saviors, which comes 30 years since Dookie was released. Yeah. Make you feel old. Yeah. 20 years since American Idiot. Jeez. I know. In my head, it was 20 years since Dookie, so... Yeah. Anywho, 15 tracks in 46 minutes. So, standard little hunky green day tunes. i say that. Obviously, Jesus of Suburbia was about 10 minutes long, but you get the drift. So, <laughs> any particular standouts on this one?
0: One Eyed Bastard, which is single.
1: Yes, I like that one. It, for me, though, it's pink versus Frank Carter, if I had to describe it.
0: Yeah. I remember when we watched the video, you were kind of, I said to you it sounded like Frank Carter.
1: Vocally, it does. And that na 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 na. Yeah. It sounds like Pink.
0: Yeah, I never thought about that. Yeah. But yeah, I can see that. Um, I think it's an obvious single choice from what else is on the album, and it does actually sound like i expected expect it to sound.
1: The opening track for me, "American Dream," I really like that one. I think it's a great opener, catchy. It's like an updated version of "American Idiot."
0: Yeah. You see, I thought the first three tracks sounded like is a Green Day. Oh. Really? Yeah. Just didn't get on board.
1: Okay. Bobby Socks, that one's quite cute. It's a little bit Nirvana-y or a bit wheezer Okay. It's got just like a, a nice cute little ditty.
0: I mean, there's a couple I do like as well. Uh, Strange Days Are Here To Stay.
1: Yeah, I like that one.
0: I think it's one of the better tracks on the album. Feels like yeah. Green Day being Green Day. and um, Living In The Twenties, I think it's probably the best track on the album.
1: Okay, I wasn't fussed on that one.
0: Okay. Hmm. Yeah, it, it feels... It's more vitriolic. It just feels more real like the rest of the album.
1: Yeah. I also like Dilemma. Mm-hmm. I thought it was obviously a more personal song, um, but very catchy. And it's got kind of a classic Green Day chorus to it. And Fancy Sauce. I thought it, was a, it was kind of a slow finish, but I liked it. Okay. And I like the name of it, it was Fancy Sauce.
0: So, what, what do you think of it overall then?
1: I think it's the best thing that they've done since American Idiot. Okay. Yeah, the last couple of albums in particular haven't really done much for me. It seems more consistent overall, like the previous albums that they've done. There's been odd tracks that I've liked, um, but not that many, whereas this has got more that I do like. There's some standouts. They're obviously still maintaining their kind of political stance and getting that through in the songs. Yeah, that's, that's what I thought.
0: Okay. I will be honest, I thought it was bland bordering on tedious. Oh. Really don't like it. There's nothing, I mean, you know, musically it's fine like you'd expect it to be, but there's just nothing fulfilling about it. It's just, it just feels empty. But it just, nothing just seems to click on it. Like I said, it just started irritating me after a bit. Mm. So, yeah. Out of 10? Five.
1: Oh, seven and a half.
0: Yeah. But, well, the fact that you gave it seven and a half shows it's not that good as yeah. well. I'm just a little bit maybe harsher than you. Right next album up it's Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes' Dark Rainbow. Really, really great opener on this. Love, honey.
1: Yeah, that's one of my favourites. It's very similar to previous Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes.
0: Yeah. So it feels a little bit lighter, a little bit poppier.
1: Mm.
0: But I do really like this.
1: Yeah, I think when I say similar to previous, I mean the more recent previous Yeah, as opposed to Blossom.
0: It's about the only one I like.
1: I kind of know what you mean, in a way. But it's grown on me more the more I've listened to it.
0: Mm.
1: I don't know how many times you've listened.
0: A few, about okay. three or four.
1: Yeah, like the first single, Man of the Hour, when that was released and I listened to it, I thought, this is different, obviously.
0: <laughs> yeah. Which it
1: is. Obviously, more of a ballad like. It's got those kind of quite quirky things going on. And I wasn't sure about it, but it has, that's grown on me as a song.
0: Is there any other kind of songs that stand out for you?
1: It's definitely the, the kind of faster, Heavier in the context of the album ones, I guess. Yeah. Obviously not in the context of Frank Carter as a whole. Um, American Spirit, that's got sleazy, dirgy, and it's got a really cool chorus on that one, I thought. It reminds me of kind of an 80s and mm. type thing. Brambles, which is another single. I liked that one. That one reminded me of the end of suffering kind of period, mm. and it kind of builds up to the way it kind of builds as a song. i like, that superstar i quite like that one another of the heavier tracks and again more vibes of end of suffering and big chorus and then self-love which i can't remember if that's the last track or not but again that's more older style it's more bouncy it picks the pace back up and there's a couple of tracks and which one is it one reminded me of arctic monkeys can i take you home you know when arctic Monkeys?
0: i'm glad you said that yeah
1: okay did you think that too or not
0: Well, you'll find out in my kind of uh, summary.
1: Yeah, you know, I can't remember what the monkeys album is, but you know the one where Alex Turner kind of got his 50s hair out and did that? Oh, yeah. That, the vocals on that. So yeah, overall, it's kind of much more experimental. It's obviously got a lot slower, different to what we're overall used to. Mm. Seems less punky. But on the other hand, it's obviously you get to hear more of Frank's vocals. It's definitely more kind of, you're singing, going through, and you get to hear that better. Mm-hmm. So I can see why it's been a divisive one amongst the Frank Carter fan community.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest, I don't like this change of direction. Or first, I mean, you know, you do what the fuck you want. It doesn't matter what I think. Um, but the first track is fine, but I don't want a series of ballads. And it's like they've decided to make an album for the Leeds and Reading crowd, and something that's more commercially viable.
1: That's interesting because the first time we saw Frank Cart alive was at Leeds. Yeah. it just it just really not it? Mm. Yeah.
0: But the thing I don't want is an, another album that I uh, you were saying about Monkeys is pretty like the editors or Arctic Monkeys clone, and that's what this is.
1: I think some of it is, but there's definitely more than one track that isn't.
0: Yeah, I mean, for me, there's one track I like, and it's still not as good as other stuff.
1: Yeah, it's definitely grown on me more as I've listened to it. As I said. To start with, be interesting which he picks out of it to do live. I feel like on his own shows, which we're not going to, because there isn't one nearby. I feel like there might be more of the slower ones incorporated. where well, mm. I think for a festival set, he is just gonna. It's got a bit of the, the, the yeah. more
0: it stuff. Yeah, and I'll be honest, I'm kind of glad mm. because I wouldn't want to go to it and it'd be a lot of this stuff because I I probably walk out. <laughs> I just can't. I can't be honest of this.
1: I mean, I gave it a seven. I gave it two. Oh.
0: Which I think is probably the lowest I've ever given anything. That
1: lower than Bill No, Oh,
0: no, that might have been the same. I think that was a two as well.
1: There's a couple of tracks that individually I'd probably give an eight to, but
0: overall it's... If it wasn't for the opening track, it would get zero. But that's how yeah. much I dislike this album.
1: I think part of me feels like, I like it, but not as a Frank Carter album. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know, obviously, people evolve and change their style and everything, and that's fine, but it's not what I wanted it to be, I don't think. Shall we move on? Let's move on. Next one then is Static X Project Regeneration Volume Two. Following on from 2020's Volume One. Yeah, I mean it's Static X, isn't it? It is, but it isn't.
0: Yeah, it's not got Wayne, obviously. But I really like this. Oh. Which oh, so that means you don't. Um yeah, I mean, there are kind of like four or five standout tracks on this for me. So I'll Zombie I absolutely love
1: that is one that I do like, yeah, it's really catchy bouncy, it's like old school static cat, ec- yeah, hints of Rob zombie, that kind of classic industrial disco
0: uh black star, I also love, but I'm guessing you wouldn't because I had to double check this track to make sure that it wasn't done with Jonathan Davis, it sounded just like corn,
1: oh I did not notice that
0: yeah, um it's not, but I also love no hope.
1: Yeah, I made a note that the intro reminds me of something, but I never got round to working out what that something was. (laughs) Back on the Classic Gem reviews, aren't we? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It reminds me of a question mark.
0: Uh, Take Control, I think, is another amazing... So, I mean, the whole thing for me, I think as a Static X fan, I didn't know if it would be a disaster. I remember liking the last album.
1: So did I, so I thought it might, you know, be similar. Well, you know, a similar vein.
0: Yeah, I would, I was genuinely worried it would be a disaster, but it is actually everything I wanted. And I'm surprised you're not that big a fan of it, to be honest.
1: No, I just thought it was... I mean, literally wrote, it's an okay album, nothing really stands out. And after that track two, it just feels like it's dragging. I, I, thought, to it it
0: just went, I thought it flew by.
1: It's one of those where I had it on while I was working, but nothing kept standing out. Whereas with other albums... A song will get in my head and I'll make a note and say, like, Oh, I like that one. But it was just like, Oh, have you gone on another track? Oh, it's, yeah, it's another one.
0: Yeah. The only negative I've, and I've only got one negative about this album mm. is the bonus track of Terrible, uh, the cover of Terrible Lie, is totally unnecessary.
1: Exactly what I put unnecessary and not a great cover.
0: It's not a great cover, no.
1: Why? Why? There are certain bands that, you know, are not. That, not that they're not coverable, but, you know. They don't translate well. They don't translate well, or you've got, to, you've got to do it well if you're going to do it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I like that they tried to do it in their style, but the trouble with Static X is it's an industrial kind of band. Yeah. So it's only going to sound similar to Nine Inch Nails, but not as good because it's not Nine Inch Nails.
1: Exactly. And
0: you just feel it was unnecessary. They could have... like, well, I'd seen Room C, seen a cover alive by Pearl Jam because yeah. it was be different.
1: Or even like when Dope covered, You Spin Me Round.
0: Yeah, exactly. That completely works. Completely different, yeah. Um, yeah, that's the only negative, but everything else I absolutely love on this album. So what would you give it out of 10?
1: I gave it a six, but having spoke about it, I think I'm revise that to a five. Wow. Yeah, because... For think the cover. I, I, yeah, I think I was feeling generous and I gave it a six, but having heard some of your scores, it's giving a five.
0: Charming. <laughs> well, this one for me is getting
1: an eight. Oh get that on
0: the spot. it would it would have got higher if it wasn't for the unnecessary cover of terrible
1: lie and why do things need a bonus track these days anyway
0: oh, i've no fucking idea
1: especially it. when you in the world of streaming you know like in the old days where you might get a cd that's got a bonus version so you buy that rather than one without that or it you know it might have special cover and a bonus track when it's just there anyway
0: do you remember the one on is it in utero it's either in utero or well, never mind it's silence for about 30 minutes yeah. and then from nowhere there's another track.
1: Yeah, that's the old, old hidden. Yeah. Things. Or Marilyn Manson. Didn't Mans- you do that to 99 on Antichrist Superstar? Yeah. And then you forget, don't you?
0: And another one with that, in back in the days when you used to burn CDs and although technology was good, it couldn't, it couldn't somehow couldn't figure out how to order the track so it made the album pretty unburnable. Yeah. Which was weird, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyway,
1: anyway that's that. probably another episode on Hidden Tracks, Hidden Tracks, there? yeah. Mm. On to the last album, then.
0: Yeah. Right, final album is the new album from Dripfed Empire, Revolutionist. And I'll be honest, I've been waiting a while to hear this.
1: Same.
0: And I'm not disappointed.
1: Same.
0: I think, I mean, there's, all of it is really standout. Yeah. And I, I love I've, the way they mix things up.
1: I think I've pretty much wrote every track. It's only eight tracks anyway, isn't it? I think I wrote them all down.
0: <laughs> I mean, I've just I've just picked out three that kind of were just unbelievable for me. Uh, one was MK4.
1: Love that one anyway. That was a single, wasn't it? Yeah. So um, we've been familiar with that one for a while. But yeah,
0: it, like Prodigy meets early Slipknot. <laughs> so I think, good. Did
1: I put that? Yeah, I put Old Prodigy. It's like it's got new metal kind of visceralness, and then a little rave in the middle, which I'm not mad about. Yeah. Uh,
0: the work of God, a kind of ministry esque.
1: So, I, I put Vibes of Ministry. Oh, yeah, no, did you? Oh, cool.
0: Yeah. It's got kind of like Ministry sort of vocals and breakdowns in it that just... Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely. Mean, like,
1: love it. Really early days of new metal coming through on that
0: one. Uh, Digital Drug is the other one I've kind of marked out because I love the guitar intro in this. And it also kind of reminds me a little bit of, um, you know, the corn cool sort of like narcissistic cannibal that they did with Skrillex. Yeah. It, it reminds me of that. And that's probably my favourite track.
1: Yeah, I really love the intro to that that it to be some kind of prodigy vibes in that chorus I thought was a little bit Rammstein-y. I love the way yeah. the vocals layer in that one. I like that they've got the system reset in the middle. It's just a nice instrumental and but it works. Mm. Arcane is my favourite track. They just released that as a single. Yeah. Anyway, and that that's just like a classic new metal for me. I love the vocal in that one. And when we saw them at Altfest, I remember that one in particular live. Yeah. As the first time I heard it and it was awesome. So That's definitely my favourite. And then, yeah, Invaders, just to get the speed back up again. (laughs) Yeah, it keeps going again, I I love the way that the system reset seamlessly blends into Arcane. Yeah. And it's that bit of a lull. And then, yeah, it kicks back in really fast and loads of awesome riffs going through that and kind of a 90s rave vibe as well.
0: And the energy in it is just insane. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, awesome debut. It's been worth waiting for. We chatted to them on the podcast. We did. Back in, I think it was July. And it was kind of in progress then. And they said that, you know, that since they've been on New Blood at Start, they've been taking the time getting everything right before they release the album. And it's definitely, it's shown that they've done that. Yeah. And it's been worth waiting for.
0: Yeah. And they said they were kind of getting close when we saw an Alt Altfest.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, when we were chatting Yeah, I think there. it was pretty
1: much planned for release then, wasn't it? Yeah.
0: So. And I've only got one crack about this. It's yeah. only 28 minutes.
1: I know, that would be my gripe as well. <laughs> uh,
0: but other than that, yeah, it's loud, it's visceral. It's a great mix of musical styles. Yeah. And you can obviously feel that influence from bands like Prodigy, Ministry. And the thing is when a lot, I've heard a lot of bands do things like this and it's felt like a kind of parody or a rip-off, mm-hmm. this doesn't. It feels fresh, it feels new.
1: Yeah, genuinely what they do.
0: Yeah. And yeah. other than the runtime, this album is perfect.
1: Yeah. I mean, I put similar notes for you in just summary. Just love the way that they just mix the different styles, different samples. It's got heavy riffs, just what you wanted.
0: So, what did you score it out of 10?
1: Nine.
0: I scored it nine and a half.
1: <gasps> wow, you went over nine. I went over nine. Oh, I didn't know I was allowed to.
0: <laughs> what do you mean to know you're allowed to?
1: <laughs> you never give. Make me your own mind more, than, up. You never get it
0: more than a nine. Have we? No, I think we have. I think we've given a nine and a half before, but I can't remember for what. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Yeah, I mean, the only reason I didn't give it a ten was like, same as you said, it's only twenty-eight minutes.
0: Yeah, that was, that's the only issue. Other than that, I love every single bit of this.
1: Yeah. So we've ended on a high.
0: We have ended on a high.
1: So if we can recommend you anything from January, go and listen to the Drip Fed Empire
0: album well two there's two albums i think we both agreed were unbelievable
1: yeah that's true yeah and south
0: of <laughs> the two,
1: two former guests is there something in that i don't know
0: i don't know who knows
1: so that therefore concludes our roundup of january hope you enjoyed listening to it do let us know what your january highlights were any albums that we've not mentioned that you would recommend us checking out any bands that you've seen this month that were awesome let us know If you want to do that, you can find us on our socials. We're on Instagram, X, Twitter, whatever it is, and threads at ReadyTomoshCast. And we're on Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube at ReadyTomosh. So please go give us a like, follow, share, subscribe, whatever the term is for the platform, go do it, please. That would be lovely. And if you would like to give us a five star rating and a review on your preferred podcast platform, that would also be very lovely indeed. I think I've said everything I need to say. So. Thank you again for listening, and we'll be back soon with another episode. Make it stop, moon.